0: Glad to have everybody today so today's gonna to be a little different i'm gonna try to um i'm gonna try to ease ease through this uh investment thing and see if um see if we can get everybody spun up on it so i titled the uh, i titled the stream investing isn't rocket science so the the big thing about it is that everyone? Uh, sorry, I was make sure my phone was on vibrate. Um, big thing about investing is that everyone thinks it's complicated, and uh, to be all honest with you, really isn't. So, hopefully, I can debunk a lot of those, a lot of those issues uh, that you may have misinterpreted about investing, um, or didn't understand. Uh, but what I'm gonna go over is sort of the investment vehicles that you have uh, that you can utilize to to ensure that that you're set up and that you can be, continue to build wealth. Okay, that's been the, that's been the subject for a while. But first, today was a good day because so we got I started receiving my you can see it the first of my financial mirror um, apparel. So. you haven't seen it i finally got i finally got i'll show you the store up everything is pretty much pretty much in there so i got the store ups if you go to financialmirror.org you've got uh, up here in the top right you've got the store you can go right there and so you can see all of the all the apparel that I've got in here. So I've got some shirts coming for myself. I know, uh, so I'll be able to put one of those on. about get to see them live. Uh, the one thing I wanted to show is that this this different this support T right here. Uh, I made this specifically for those that that want to really show a little extra support to the stream. Um, what it is is you can see is. 495 more than the other and the only the only difference in the two the fronts are the exact same the only difference is, uh... if you can see the back it's got all the all the social media handles across the back it's the only difference uh... but what it does is just as you're wearing that out and about it just shows a little love for the stream unless uh, everyone see uh... where they can find out more about the financial mirror when you're out and about so that's the only difference in the in the shirts right so if you see if you see the the 495 difference in this one, uh, and it just comes in the black and the I mean sorry the gray and the white. So uh, if you see that uh, and you want it and you want to purchase it, hop on uh, financialmirror.org and and grab you grab you some some gear. Uh, but yeah, so I got I'm still waiting on my shirts to come in, but I've got the um, I got a face mask. and in, in light of COVID uh, COVID 19, we I decided to go ahead and grab one of the face masks. I made face mask on there. Um, so Obviously, you can't go anywhere without your face mask. So, what better way to show off the financial mirror than, than with a handy dandy face mask? So, hop out, uh, hop on financialmirror.org, grab you some gear, uh, start showing some love to the stream when you're out and about. Much appreciated. Uh, so, let's hop right in. So, the the big thing that I've got today is to talk about this investment thing. So, uh, for the past couple of weeks, if you've tuned into previous streams, uh, for the fi- the past couple of weeks, what I've been going over is a lot of, um, going through starting out sort of with your, uh, if, if you can see a, a timeline or a progression through this, we started out simply with going through your, uh, income and getting your, your first step in, in budgeting and your first step in, in that financial report card and that, and, and moving into, uh, starting to build this wealth thing, this, this. Um, I don't want to use the term abundance, but it's where you can begin to start to do a little bit more with your money than just stick it in a savings account. Okay, so that's the whole idea behind this uh, today. Is is that we can go ahead and start trying to show you some of those investment vehicles, some of those wealth building vehicles um, that that you can begin to to jump into, that you can begin to put your money into, that you can start to build that wealth. So uh, the first thing is when should this happen? So throughout the throughout the whole entire time, we've talked about getting extra money, right? So uh, when should this happen? It's it's pretty simple. Uh, There's a couple of of items uh, that I want you to remember. First is creating a nice little rainy day fund, nest egg, whatever we want to call it. Uh, making sure that that is the first thing that that you that you establish because if you if you haven't established that and something goes wrong what's gonna end up happening is you're gonna have um you're gonna you're gonna be out and about something's gonna happen you're gonna need that that little extra car breaks down um, uh, hospital bill something's gonna happen and you're gonna need some money and what we don't want you to go to is start to reverting to using uh margin or credit cards or or some kind of an, uh, loan uh no payday loans no um no pawning no all these all these all these gimmicks to help you get short quick cash we don't we don't want that so the first thing before we start this whole investment Avenue is to is to get a, a little rainy day fund. Um, three three months minimum uh, is the guideline that, that I would recommend. Three months of your expenses is, is what that is. So if you if you had to go if you had to go out and uh, you were jobless for three months, you would still be able to live, and that's that's key. You may have to decrease your uh, you may have to decrease the amount of expenses you have, but that you can still live, okay? So that's the first thing. The first thing is having a nice nest egg, or rainy day fund, before you start this whole investment thing. The other thing is that you should already be contributing 15% of your household income to a retirement investment account, okay? So your retirement account is an investment account, and I said is. It is an investment account, 401ks and IRAs. Are investment accounts as they, the baseline of them is that they invest. They invest into stocks. Uh, most of them, they invest into funds. Um, and we'll talk about uh, how that sort of works, how you can get involved. Um, but after you have those two things, you have a rainy day fund and you're contributing 15% of your household income to a retirement account. Uh, and I'll show you some differences I'm gonna go over 401k and IRA I know I've gone over it before in the retirement piece but I'm going to show you a little bit more in depth of how you can establish and set these things up but the biggest thing is that then and only then you should start investing so if you haven't done those two things don't rush take a break All right. don't rush and then we'll start investing come back and watch this later but then start investing so First and foremost, and those and those are sequential now, so so they should go in that order. They should go rainy day fund, three to six months expenses, retirement, fifteen percent of household income toward retirement, and then start your individual investments. And and, I'm, and maybe I should I should clarify that that the big thing that we're looking at is individual investments. We're not looking at um, your retirement investments, the individual investments. So. Next thing I want to hit on is that with this, you want to make sure that that you're budgeting out. So in your budget, that you're creating this this line item in your budget for investments. So you're setting money aside to where you you have that little that little bit of um, of money that you can use for your investments. So if it's 500 bucks, if it's $1000, if it's $20, like just budget it and and you'll be fine. So uh the big thing that I want to I want to bring up here and and this is I've 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 kind of uh, I've had to think hard about what all I was going to cover uh, cuz obviously I'm I'm fully I'm fully uh invested in the stock market. Um I have a uh IRA account I have my 401k I manage those myself in a sense that I I put my I decide what money my IRA what funds my IRA invest into individual funds not uh broad scale like uh, if you we'll go over some of the fund types but individual funds of what I'm going into um so so I I I'm not going to get that much detail okay I really want today to focus on the overview of what to sort of give you an idea of what to start looking at. This is going to be a very holistic view that I want I want everyone to see. Um, and then once we establish this, I'm going to give you a couple a couple of uh, things uh, for you to, to look into, but I, w- I want to give the precaution. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not I'm not allowed to give you financial advice. I'm not allowed to in a sense that I'm not allowed to tell you what stocks to buy. I'm not allowed to tell you all these things. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I don't hold any, a credential that allows me to do that. What I'm going to show you is, is how, how you can begin to, to this journey of investments. And once, and like I said, this is a wealth building technique is obviously this is, this is a wealth building te- technique that anybody can do. So if you've got the extra, if you've got the extra cash, you want to start putting this towards, um, towards your wealth building i i strongly advise it i strongly advise to to start start looking into to growing uh your wealth this way so the biggest reason uh that that i recommend this avenue is is most importantly that you can use any amount of money i, I said you can use 20 dollars. you could use five dollars you could use ten dollars you could do a hundred dollars like this this is such a um a, a crucial uh little piece that that this allows you to to begin to grow a a a nice little um bit of income on um on the side kind of so but but the word income i don't want you to think of as like a monthly income because unless you plan and your goal is working on becoming a full-time investor this your mindset of this whole entire thing should not be that i'm investing so that i can earn income okay it can be a little side hustle it could be you know but but what i want i, want, I really want to push this point across is that unless you're going to be a full-time investor This does not need, you don't need to budget. This shouldn't be income in your budget as a consistent line item. And I say that to say, use this as additional income. Like if you, if you earn 500 bucks and you want to put the $500 towards your, your mortgage or whatever, use it in that sense of income, but don't budget yourself to say, I'm going to make $600 in the stock market this month, or I'm going to make. $600 $600 off selling my mutual funds this month uh, because you're, you're going to set yourself up for failure in that sense. So that's that's really the big point that I want to start out. And I want to make sure that everyone um, is tracking that you understand because uh, nothing is guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed when it comes to investments. Anything can happen uh, for anyone. Today is November the 9th. For anyone that, that, that does anything with the stock market, uh, you saw today there was a... Uh, there was a huge uh, gap up in in the stock market that that and, and a lot of it probably due to um, uh, the um, COVID ninety percent effect rate uh, effective rate of, of one of the COVID uh, experimental vaccines and and but there was a huge huge growth in, in the stock market today. So that that was not planned. That didn't didn't just. You, you couldn't have planned that to happen. Okay. So that, that's where I'm, I'm getting at. Your budget cannot incorporate this investment income. All right. So I'm not going to beat that up anymore, but why you should be using this is not just for wealth. It's because the average, and I'm going to give you average returns on all of these uh, investment vehicles today, but I want you to remember is the inflation rate look this up this is this is something that's tracked and i and i'll show you uh... if you go to google and you just search inflation rate u s you can pull up and see so right here the annual inflation rate for the u s is one point four percent for the for the twelve months ending september twenty twenty It was one point three uh... before so um, this is this is the reason why uh investing is such a big thing it's such a crucial thing because when you're when the inflation rate is is going up 1.4% and you've got money sitting in an account that's growing at 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 0.75% how could you ever how could you ever keep up with the rate of inflation you can't you can't so at 1.4% if you're not earning 1.4% your money is technically uh, almost depreciating, right? You've got to be able to keep up with the rate of inflation. Um, and investing is, is not gambling. You're not gambling to keep up with, like, I understand savings accounts are, are secure, but a savings account is is simply a an easy way for you to put money in a shoebox. It's a, it's, a, it's a modern way to put money in a shoebox. It does not keep up with the rate of inflation. Savings accounts do not. There are... Uh, If you ever, if you ever, these have dropped due to COVID, but um, high yield savings accounts. If you look that up ever, look up high yield savings accounts. uh, Here we go. Let's look at this one. So high yield savings accounts. This is the best. This is the best savings rates uh, that that they're tracking 0.70. So you're looking at about half of the inflation rate on this savings account. This rates as of October 30th. So you can see these right here um, are, are the highest, these are the highest yield savings accounts that, that there's uh, currently available. Uh, and the inflation rate is 1.4%. So uh, this is the reason why it's not, it's not just investing as a, as a wealth building tool, but the only way to truly build wealth is to grow your money. Um, in some way, shape or form. Okay. So it's, it's, it's crucial. We get, we get involved and, and, and begin to do this process. So, uh, there's a lot of vehicles that, that I'm going to go over, but, uh, 401k and IRA is I'm going to retouch. Okay. So 401k and IRA, I'm going to retouch on these. So average returns. So, um, Average returns for a 401k. Um, all of these numbers are based, once again, off of uh, looking looking up. You can you can always look this kind of stuff up. Average um, 401k return. So it's around five percent, six percent. There we go. Many retirement planners just typical 401k. Uh, Four to five to eight percent, five to eight percent, bunch of different, um, bunch of different reports. Five to eight percent, eight to ten percent on this one, um, just over seven percent. These these return rates can be tracked. So, so coming up with with no or knowing that your four hundred one k is doing an average return of five to eight percent, that's a great vehicle for you to have in your retirement. So this is the reason why I've I voiced um, during the retirement. Planning video is is to really utilize 401k. So I'm not going to get on all that. I'm just going to go over the return. So 401k average returns five to eight percent. The IRA return is about a seven to ten percent. Okay, seven to ten percent. 401k is five to eight percent. The different. The reason why well someone would say well why why would I put all my money into it? Why would I put my money into a 401k when I could just stick it all in IRA? Well you well you can't. Uh, and if you watch the retirement planning videos, there's limits to the amount that you can put in. Uh, so six thousand dollars for for most, seven thousand if you're over fifty. So if you if you can max that out, that's great. Seven to ten percent on average return, that's great, phenomenal for you. You maxed out the six thousand, seven to ten percent growth. All right. How do you invest in your four hundred one k? First place that are the only place go check with your company that you work for. They're going to have some kind of, um, they're going to have some information on how you can get involved. Uh, I wrote down a couple of the, the major platforms that companies are using now, Charles Schwab, Fidelity, ADP, Vanguard, a couple of, uh, avenues of who's offering 401ks, uh, to a lot of bigger companies. Now, as you get down into smaller HR departments, they're probably going through a, a, another company, um, but that's probably some of the top ones right there. And then IRA accounts, uh, platforms to use, uh, mostly like Fidelity, um, TD Ameritrade, E-Trade, Ally Invest, Charles Schwab, your bank, your local bank uh, probably allows you to do IRA investments. Uh, But the things to look for on these is you want to look at account minimums. So some IRA accounts require you to, first off, have an opening minimum. And some will require you to have uh, a maintenance, like a a a, um, like a a certain level at which you you have to maintain your uh, your account. And then the other thing is a commission. You want to look at commissions. Uh, it'll also be called management fees. Look at that that structure of how the how that certain IRA uh, account is is structured, and then and then base your base your uh choice off of that, so just shop around you can move these just like you can move broker to broker company to company whatever all these are technically uh gonna be your brokers uh so look around, figure out, and then and go with which one gives you the best option so um out of these two so between collectively these two what I want what I would recommend is 15% of your household income annually all right so very crucial that you that you can that you can hop on board with that um is 15% annually um, if your 401k could be pre or post tax so look into that and then that'll be made directly through your payroll deductions and then your IRA is a post tax option where you will uh, put money into it after you're after you've you've taken your income home throw into an IRA account like i said 6000 a year is the current amount as of uh November 9th, 2020 6000 was the amount 7000 for 50 or older so um look at those options all right i'm going to give you a breakdown of how this should look okay so we're going to go to our you wouldn't guess it, we're gonna to go to Google Sheets because that is where I will do all of the calculations.
1: So, uh, let's see. I have to be logged in. All right, so it looks like we have to be logged in. Too easy. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast
0: today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor. That's ancho R.fm to get started.
1: Let's get logged in. Boom. all right so we are logged in
0: all right so this is how this works this is how um, this whole thing should be okay so let's let's look at someone income let's look at someone with a fifty thousand dollar income okay so fifty thousand dollars as uh, I've said on previous uh, previous videos I try to do all this live so uh, if you need to stop me pop in the pop in the chat stop me tell me what I said didn't make sense uh, and I can go from there so at a fifty thousand dollar income we're gonna have our 401k our IRA, and this will all make sense in a second, 401k. So in that order, income, 401k, IRA, 401k. Like I said, it'll make sense in just a second. So the first avenue, so let's say your your company, I work for whoever, and they match 4%. So the first thing you want to look at is you want to figure out how much your your uh, company matches for 401k. Step one, step first and foremost, find that out. So if they match four percent, what we're gonna do is we're gonna multiply this times
1: our four percent. All right, so that's giving us. So this is gonna be our total invested annually,
0: all right? So, so total invested annually, okay? Like I said, the reason why these are in this order will make sense in just a second. So now, IRA, the IRA account. So actually, let's do this. So I need to know. Nah, I don't know the best way to present this. What do y'all think? Um, so. Okay, let's do this. So let's do this. This will, this will be good. So delete that row. So the most that we can put in is $6,000 annually. Okay. So let's do this. Let's do this equals this divided by 50,000. And we want this to be a percentage. Boom. Okay. Can I do this? Boom. Okay. So we want this to equal the sum of those. All right. So the goal, like I said, is 15%. All right. So now I've got this set up. So uh, if you missed any of that, go back and see what I did on the formulas. Pretty much I'm, I'm trying to create this calculator for you to... Uh, to easily be able to calculate your 401k and IRA contributions off of your income so if you put in uh, on this field uh, pretty much what I'm, I'm making is these are the editable fields this is what you would edit okay you'd only edit these and I'll explain why in just a second so if you did those as your edited fields this is how you could use this calculator so, if you made fifty uh fifty thousand dollars just want I want us to know how much we're investing annually, so let's do that all right so sixteen percent is eight thousand dollars okay so what i want what I want you to see is this if you wanted to invest sixteen percent all for it the more the more the merrier i i, I, I this allows you to max out your i r a and get full matching okay but you're, if you want to be stingy and you want to be like, hey, you know what, I'm going to do, I don't want to do um, 16%. I want to do 15%. You said 15%. Let's do 15%. So what I, what I just need to update is this yellow field to where now it equals 15%. So this means I'm going to be matching, putting in the full 4%
1: match on my 401k, which is going to equal $2,000, right? I'm going to put in 5,500 into my IRA account
0: and that's gonna give me $7,500 invested annually okay and I'm gonna show you that this whole big round circle Uh, But this is how you adjust this and if you're not doing this please I'm truly recommending you to do this this very one thing is is right here so let's say your income goes up oops Let's say your income goes up to 60000 This is how you adjust this. Now, you're only investing 13% annually, right? So let's bump this back up. We know the most we can invest is $6,000, right? It's the most that we can invest. So let's come back over here, and we've got a total of 14. So we need to make that 15. So we're going to put a 1 right there, and this is a percent. So <laughs> not 100%. This is going to be a one percent. All right, one percent. So now we got fifteen percent, and we're investing eight thousand dollars annually. Do you see? You see our eighty-four hundred annually. You see how this is working. So, so with this little little spreadsheet that we that we threw together, all we have to update is our annual income. Here, we put in the matching percentage of the four hundred one k, that spits out how much we're investing from our to our four hundred one k. Initially. So actually, actually, I take that back, I'm, I'm wrong, because now we got to do this times 1%. That's how much we're investing annually, boom. So if we update the yellow field, so this is 4% matching, this is just calculating this divided by this, knowing this is the max that this can be, right, 6,000, and then this as you go up in income so let's use someone that makes 75,000 if our matching is still 4 so in this block I would only put how much is being matched so if 4% is being matched that's what I'm putting in that block okay so if 5% is matched now you can see I'm only doing 14% so I need to go back to my 401k and add more you're tracking this. Hopefully, everybody's picking this up. If you're not, throw in the chat that you're not getting it, and I'll I'll break it down further. But, but this is how you use this vehicle of 401k. Um, this this is your first step to investing is to hit up this retirement investment accounts first, 401k and IRA. And this is how you come up with it. Put in your put figure out your total income. Take the percentage of how much is being matched. Okay max out your ira and then whatever's left in this case by doing those two things at a five percent match most companies are going to have a five percent match let's do a four most companies are even three so at a three percent match or a four percent match plus max out the ira at six thousand we see we're at twelve percent so we can still do three more percent at five uh 401k so that means you're going to end up with your 401k is going to be getting a seven percent contribution and your IRA is gonna be getting maxed out at six thousand annually. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, but that's how this strategy works. You 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 work this in this order: four hundred one k, the matching amount only. How much your company matches.
1: Four hundred one k, how much they match. All right. Uh, tch, 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 tch. All right, so how much they match, just like that, and this is all
0: you have to do, and life is great, okay? So do those two things, and then, like I said, this this keeps going. $100,000, 4% match, $6,000 annually, you're still only at 13%, so we need to go up to 5%. 15%, Fifteen percent. You're putting in fifteen thousand dollars because fifteen percent of a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, I'm not gonna beat this anymore. Okay, if you need help with that, um, email me. Contact form at the bottom of financialmirror.org. Let me know, and we will um, we'll go through it. But this is just a, a little calculator that'll that'll help you. Um, should probably save this so if anybody ever ever needs it. So, four hundred one k IRA distribution. Boom. So I've got that in my in my Google thing. So if you need it, um, I can I can upload them so you can you can utilize it. But, anyways, that's that. Hopefully that made sense to everybody. Moving on. All right, mutual funds. Mutual funds. Let me uh, get this set up. I'll be right back on that.
1: Let's get it. All right, be right back. Let me get this, uh, the mutual fund one. All right, so the mutual funds. Here's the big
0: thing about that. Oops, let's go back. So with mutual funds, um, your your big piece for mutual funds is going to be uh, that mutual funds are going to provide, on average, uh, like I so, said, let's, let's look at this up. I, I told you I'm going to look all of them. So you can see, uh, mutual fund... Average return if you're looking at investing, you'll want to sense the average blah 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 roughly 13%. So 13% of your mutual fund will get paid back or you'll you'll um profit off of so 15% uh, roughly 13%. So remember that if you're consistently earning 13% of your um, of of this this strategy right here you will, you will continue to build wealth. Okay. So 13% year over year, you will build wealth. So it's very important that you, that you jump into first off your 401k and IRA. Second off, you jump into the mutual funds. So mutual funds, uh, for your IRA, this will be sort of the same, same platforms. Um, that you're going to use, so Fidelity, TD Ameritrade, Ally Vest, Charles Schwab, um, your bank. But once again, you're going to be looking at commissions on these. So look at the commissions, see what they're charging. Um, the biggest difference is that if you're going to open an IRA account, you've got to also open a non-IRA mutual fund account. There are two different things. Remember the IRA account; you can only do six thousand dollars into. So, uh, if, you, if you want to be investing mutual funds, you need to open up a non-IRA uh, mutual fund account. Okay, so open that up and and start start browsing. Biggest things you can look at is knowing um, the the seven common mutual fund categories money market funds fixed income funds uh, equity funds balance funds index funds specialty funds uh, and fund to funds so all those different uh, mutual fund assets however what i want you to remember is you have large cap mid cap small cap stock funds so that's the terms that i want you to remember so i went over the other ones all those seven category funds not as much needed no one knowing what you know if i have an equity fund uh or an index fund remember large mid small cap stock funds they give you a lot of idea of uh how much the the average market capitalization is so that's nothing more than how big the size of these these companies are that fall under that fund so if you can imagine Uh, a fun structure so I'm going to try to pull up a picture of a fun structure so a mutual fun structure diagram that might work so pretty much this is um
1: uh, not that kind of structure so let's see if we can just find So uh, let's see. This is pretty good. So this is all the uh, no. That's just the types. So
0: what I want you to think about for a for a mutual fund, right? Is is a lot of this is more of an example of how a, what a mutual fund is. So this would probably looking at this is probably like a large cap uh, mutual fund. Um, so all these people. All of these companies, uh, someone would put together this fund of all these companies and they would say, um, this large cap, whatever growth fund, value fund, blend fund. Growth fund is, is there is obviously it's going to grow at a faster rate. Um, value funds are going to be companies that are currently trading. Or or companies that are are currently uh, valued, their stock is trading less than what the company is technically valued, and then a blend is going to be a blend of the two. So, value and blended funds are sort of a low uh, to moderate risk type of fund. Your growth funds is is a moderate risk um, type of fund, and then an aggressive growth fund is going to be that high risk, high return. So, um, that's that's the mutual fund that. That you would look at for in that sense, so that high risk high return mutual fund as the aggressive growth growth fund so uh, if you if you look that up so if you were looking at mutual funds uh so morning star is a morning star uh, is a is a play, so you can see like let's look at mid cap
1: so I finished loading in like mid cap So pull this up and what what you can see this is, so this is the the
0: growth rate of the mid cap so here you can look up specific um funds that are out there and morningstar rates them okay so knowing that, if you were looking up, like, if you went into your, let's look up aggressive growth mutual funds. Uh, duh, duh, duh. So let's look at let's look at what Yahoo Finance has Four best aggressive growth mutual funds. Wonder who's who's putting these out. So here you go, Vanguard. So these guys so pretty much all these people right here have developed these these funds right which are made up of a bunch of a bunch of uh stocks or bonds or whatever and they right here returned 8.3 percent the past three years has returned 19.1 percent past three years 23.5 percent 22.1 but these are nothing more than a, a group of a group of of stocks or bonds uh, that are that are being managed by someone else and you're investing into that fund so uh that's how that works that's how mutual funds work that your your IRA account is probably set up with where it's buying into a mutual fund um and and it's important that you you understand that you don't Like Charles Schwab, for instance, if you had an account with Charles Schwab for an IRA account, you could just go pick that you wanted to be moderate, um, high risk, moderate risk, low risk, whatever. And then they're going to pick what funds are available to you. So there's a, there's a hands-on approach where you're physically like in that I just showed you are physically picking what funds you want to go into and invest in. And then you also have where you just pick a risk level, right? And then they, they pick what funds you should be in based off of your risk level. So, so with that, um, that's sort of, that's sort of going to lead me to, um, this, this whole, uh, idea behind, behind in this, this wealth building thing. So, um, if you if you look at it so mutual mutual fund return calculator so this is what i want you to i want you to think about so let's look at this and like i said all of this is live because i want you to see uh sort of how you how you you come up with this okay so i want to go back uh, actually, let's let's jump on this. So let's do this. So let's say we're started zero dollars today. So today you're going to start investing in mutual funds. Um, I want I don't know why I did that. I want to sell off mutual funds. Uh, let's say that they if you're if you're investing in them. Actually, let's let's not let's let's stick around for some mutual funds. Let's do ten years and hypothetical rate of return. So we saw mutual funds are. 13%, so I'm going to do uh, a 9% just to be on the on the safe side, and then before we were looking at a 11000 whatever dollars for your 401k, so I want to scratch that, I, I want that to be going toward 401k, but what in addition to, so in addition to, let's say that we're going to use $200 a month for 10 years, 9% annually. This is this is the the type of thing I want you to see so at 10 years this account that you started with zero dollars and you invested two hundred dollars a month hypothetically if you continue so you're this is telling you that in two so in ten years there was your financial situation didn't change at all you were only still able to contribute two hundred dollars a month I want you to see how much. Your investment amount is at the end right there thirty eight thousand dollars okay two so you invested twenty four thousand and your investment grew another fourteen thousand two hundred and seventeen dollars this is what this is the 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 mindset this is how you build wealth this is how you you build this this growth of wealth is is through these type of vehicles and if you're if you're not using them uh, you're, you're missing, you're missing the boat on that, hitting back on it. If you're, if you're not at, you're not investing 15% in your, in your, of your annual income all ratio retirement account, and you don't have a good, uh, nest egg, rainy day fund, work on those first, but then jump into this, jump into this. Let's take the same example and let's use the college kid, the college kid example that wants to, that wants to buy a house at 30 years old. Let's say he starts at twenty at, at 18, he wants to buy a house at 28, 10 years, but he can only afford $20 a month, $20 a month, 9%. And this is, I'm being generous. You saw some of them returning 20% mutual fund. We're being generous, we're going to say 9%. He wants to buy a house at, at 28, or uh, excuse me, yeah, 28. Look at that. Look how much my man made. Oh, sorry, I messed me up. Why did it? Uh oh, starting amount at zero. I was like, uh, that shouldn't be right. That's a lot. So twenty percent per month. There we go. Starting at zero. Look at that. That's saying he can only invest twenty percent for ten years. This college kid is gonna get a job when he gets out of college in four years. So let's let's take that. Let's say let's go back. I want you to look at this. This is this is you can play with these calculators and make these things yours now. So college kid goes to college for four years. And he invests $20 a month for four years. And this is the same buying a house at 28, okay? So, four years he spent in college, he invested $20 a month. This is how much he ended up with, okay? So, let's copy that. And I want you to move over. Now, we're starting at that, right? Because that's what he invested. So, now I wanna use the same example. So, six years, but he just got a job, right? And now he can invest $100 a month. And he started with that. Still wants to buy that house. Look at that eleven thousand three hundred and ninety-one thousand dollar down payment toward his house. These are generous numbers. These are extremely generous numbers. But what I'm this is this is what I'm wanting you to see. That if you will invest your money, you can build wealth. If you'll invest your money, you can build wealth. That's the whole point of this whole entire thing. Is that I'm trying to be generous on on the numbers. I'm trying to make it, and even being generous, you can still see the amount of money that you're missing out on if you're not utilizing these these different avenues to to grow your your in your uh, your total uh, net worth, right? So use them. Use the calculators. Go out there, and have fun. This was Capital Group American Funds. Go go out, find a calculator. I literally just searched mutual fund return calculator, Nerd Wallet um i I don't know i don't know all these these uh look at their return on investment calculator roi calculator but go use use these things all right go out there figure out what you how you want to invest and go with it okay what everyone is recently familiar with uh but stocks is going to be the next thing i talk about and I laugh and chuckle because uh, I'm not going to go into the detail everyone probably was hoping I'm going to go into on stocks. Um, and the reason I'm not going to go into that much detail on stocks is the simple fact that um, stocks are stocks are something that you can easily get yourself in trouble on. So mutual funds are generally safe in a sense that you you just invest your money stocks have this psychological mindset to them where so average return so i've started every time with average return so on average the stock market has returned eight percent roughly since 2000 so i'm saying since 2000 because you had the dot-com boom from 95 to 2001 um that but but Goldman Sachs says in the last 140 years the average return was 10%. Recently, um it's it's not obviously that high, but uh, I took I did an average return uh, search since 2000 and the average return's been about 8%. So I'm going to use that as an example because obviously roughly 8% return is is generous. Um, I've given success story uh, of, a, of a buddy of mine that that had a return this year alone he started um, just just at, just about a year ago I guess now uh, but he did I, I sat down with him for for some time um, we we talked I taught him some of the things that I knew um, and he averaged this year, he had a hundred percent return on his money. So if he put in a thousand, he got 2000 back. If he put in 10,000, he got 20,000. So he doubled his money, but I say all that to say, I'd love to go through and teach every person the stock market and how it works. And, and I will, I'll do a, actually I won't, but I, I will teach you about the stock market. Oops, about to draw something over here. I will teach you about the stock market. But what I'm, I'm what I'm not going to what I I don't feel comfortable doing is um being I don't want you to get involved in something that you're not comfortable with. I guess that's what I'm saying. So, is it a complicated is is, is so first off is do people consider the stock market gambling that they they do? Do people consider it unsafe? They do. They do. Is it risky? People say it is. Uh, but all of these things comes from their lack of education at looking at data, that looking at charts, at looking at financials, uh, are just not really knowledgeable of how the market works. It's the only reason people can say those things. So. Is it complicated? Yeah, kinda. Kinda it is. It is. If, you, if this chart right here confuses you and you have no idea what's going on, yeah, it's it's it can look confusing. It can look daunting. And then and then let's add like Bollinger Bands, and let's add like the MACD, and let's add RSI, and let's start adding all these indicators and all these things. Um, the add the VWAP to it. Um, if, if you start adding all these things, it gets complicated, and people don't know what they're looking at. And so that's when it it's it's almost. Um, it's it's almost to at that time it is gambling you have no idea what you're doing um it it but it's it's easy to learn so you can learn this stuff and i'm I'm tripping over my words because I, i i really want you to know you can learn it but it but don't jump into it blindly don't just don't go in there by yourself not not having any knowledge and just throw you know a thousand dollars at it because you're most likely gonna lose a thousand dollars. Um there's a chance you win. Uh but it is absolute it is absolute luck that you won it. So don't think that you're an expert. Uh I I've been doing stocks for almost ten years, but I'm not an expert. I'm not I'd by any means an expert. So I'm constantly learning new things. So what I want to do today i want to show you some of the things on 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 the uh about a stock more importantly uh i couldn't get this to work earlier uh on this platform yeah it kept crashing like that so uh Weeble, if you're if you're out there listening please know that if i'm hitting widgets you can see it's crashing like that so um anyways maybe that's just on this one computer over here that i've got but Um, anyways, I'm going to go over some stocks. I'm going to go over how, what you're looking at, things to look at. Um, mostly terms. I want this to mostly be about terms because I want you to, to understand, um, some basic terms of, to get you started. This is just to get you started. Um, There's a ton of content out there to help educate you, but I'm telling you, invest in in yourself and knowing that you need to be educated before you jump into stocks. You're buying individual stocks, you are at higher risk in a sense that if you don't know what you're doing, you are at higher risk. So terms you've heard, day trader a day trader, is someone that buys and sells within the day. That's what that means. A day trader does not mean that you trade within days. Uh, you, some day traders may hold their stocks overnight. Most day traders are buying and selling within the hour minute. Um, you can see on this chart, this is a one minute chart that I'm looking that I have up right here. This is a, a one day chart. So every, every one of these is in, it shows a day worth of action. Um, weekly, monthly, quarterly. Anyways, you get it. So, yearly, uh you get it. That's that's all I'm going to get to on, on I'm not going to go into chart reading. There's many uh there's many experts out there that are, that can teach you about charts. That's not what I'm going to that's not what I'm here to do. I'm not here to teach you how to be a technical trader. I'm not here to teach you how to read financial statements. Um, what I'm here to teach you what to start looking for so that you can begin to educate yourself around stocks, okay? So, let's clear that up. Um, day traders, bond sales in the day, swing traders would buy, um, like right here, this would be a swing trade. So, Apple has pulled back, right? The swing traders would say, okay, well, this, I think, is the lowest point it's going to hit. And then it's going to swing back up, so it does this like a swing, right? It does this. So if I go to any of these, these are just a couple. Google, Apple. Uh, oops, I didn't mean to open that. But that's what swing traders would do. Swing traders would be like, all right, well it's pulling back. All right, now it's going to swing back up. So um, I'm trying to think of one that that has done a big swing. Um, GoPro. It's pulling back right now, so this would be a huge gap up right here now it's beginning to pull back a swing trader would buy in down here and wait for the the swing up okay and then an investor an investor is someone that's going to buy and hold for an extended period of time like um this would be one ford motor company tickers f this would be a this would be an investor okay so let's go to like a some, an investor probably looks at like a monthly chart Uh, And they'd say, okay, well, look at this, all this action way up here back in like March or or sorry, uh, September, 2014, this thing's pulling back, but now I can see it starting to gain back up. So an investor may buy down here in hopes of that, it recovering and getting back over here to this $14 amount, right? That's, that's an investor. Someone that's they're going to buy and they're going to hold and they're going to watch this thing rise. That's what your investors are doing. So Understanding what kind of traders there are, swing trader, day trader, um, and then understanding what an investor is. An investor is buying in for the long call; they're here to stay. So understand that. Know that. This is only one platform. Uh, this is Weeble that I've got pulled up here. Um, Weeble is great for for trading stocks. So, it's they have great charts. They have if you could. <laughs> If i could get the widget thing to work i don't know maybe like the paper trading widgets work maybe yeah they work let's try this so you could set your you could set your charts up and you could have like you know you could have some some news down here let's put some news down here how about that you could do some news right
1: here of what's going on you could say Could look at i don't need that i could look at analysts what what the analysts are saying so this is all the spa so let's put that in there oops didn't go like that let's do that's pretty good we'll do
0: financial statements too okay so just like that so you could set up something like this and then you could have your order entry Uh, I would do it more like this. Your positions, anything you hold a stock in, something like this. Okay. So this is just a chart. It's got your, like I said, I put in analyst ranking news. So let's go and let's let's look at a. I think you have to do it from here. So let's look at like uh Apple friends. Everybody likes Apple, right?
1: So I go to Apple.
0: Uh, this needs to be one this needs to be
1: one this needs to be one this needs to be one
0: now everything i do shows for apple analysts are not pulling up but who cares neither is this it's interesting oh it didn't change that's why because i didn't had already put it in so now one's apple now everything's going to pull up apple so this is showing you analyst price targets this is showing analyst ratings this is their financial statements this is their news yada 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 this is the chart the stock chart so uh Webull's great this, this one platform the other i have up here is td ameritrade thinkorswim i'm not going to go through all the stock charts what i want to just do is go over so what the terms mean and show you so volatility Volatility is another word you're going to hear thrown around the stock market. The volatility is how volatile or how much the market swings up or down. So, markets that are swinging up and down big. So, extremely volatile. BYND, today, beyond meat. Today, extremely volatile. This thing had... um, Oh, this is a one-minute chart. I'll say, whoa. Extremely volatile. This thing had... Nineteen million trades today, extremely volatile. So big swings, big swings. Um, so you, you've got you more volatility uh, increases your the, the risk because you don't really know where it's going to go, and when it happens, it can happen quick in a high vol- uh, high volatile market. So uh, knowing that is important. Price to earnings ratio so this is the ratio to the value of the company you can find that kind of stuff on um, whenever you see this is all their financial statements
1: where is their back to widget
0: yeah i'm not liking this uh crashing thing that Weebles doing right now so anyways your let's do this to go over these i'm gonna pull up um finance
1: Yahoo.com. So let's look at like Apple. There you go. Oh, that's not beyond. I wanted Apple. So, right here, PE ratio. So this
0: is the price to earnings ratio. So it just shows you the value of the company. So obviously the the higher the PE ratio, uh, it just means that it, the stock is expecting higher earnings uh, in the future, higher earnings growth, or it could mean the stock's overvalued, one or the other. And that's the reason why if there was an indicator or a number that made um, stocks be guaranteed to move up, everyone would use them, right? So so there's nothing that says that a high PE means that it's that it's higher earnings growth in the future, and it also doesn't mean that's overvalued. So you have to look into the company. A lower PE could mean that the stock is undervalued. Um so looking at the PE, if it's an undervalued company, let's see what let's see what the PE is a Beyond Meat. They did very well today. Um in terms of money making ability. So P E N A, that means that they haven't reported earnings or they reported bad earnings. So um you gotta look at stuff like that, right? AMC AMC bad earnings. Earnings per share is terrible. So so earnings per share is the next one. So that goes comes from the P E. So earnings per share is companies profits divided by the shares on the market. So uh, it's their their profit divided by um their total of shares on the market is currently being traded so look those up that's good indicators of a company um of of a company's sort of uh, um what's the word i'm looking for uh i guess a company's current like status or current um I don't even know the word I'm looking for, went completely um, blank. Uh, But it's sort of how a company stands financially. Are they very well off or are they struggling? So uh, that's something to look for is that uh, earnings per share. So look for that and know what that that is. And then finally, um, look into the company and see what the company is about. So, there's different types of trading, right? So, uh, technical trading is one, Um, buying off of um, financials is another. Uh, But, like things like
1: FinViz, uh, you can see, so, like, if we looked up Apple. So you
0: have all these things about Apple, right? All of these things. They've got their they've got their PE over here. They've got their earnings per share. Um right here. So so look at these things and you can see how how you know how good the company is financially. Um and you're probably like, well, how do I even find stocks? Well, screeners help you cut down on stocks. Uh, but the thing is, is once again none of this is 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 meant to to be your one-stop shop to learn how but uh to buy stocks i'm not here to to teach you where how to look and this isn't what this one this video is about but looking for stocks is is very easy once you're educated and know what you're looking for and you know what you're trying to buy uh but you have fundamental and technical trading um so looking at the two, go one of them is gonna be better than the other. Technical trading focuses more on chart reading, fundamental focuses on things like those, those um PE ratios, earnings per share, uh sales growth, earnings per share growth, things like that are is gonna is gonna drive any fundamental trader or investor. So look at those things. Um, invest in, invest in educating yourself on stocks. If you really want to get involved in stocks, um, there's this term called puppet trading that, that just means that trading a stock that someone else told you, if I told you a stock right now and you went and bought it, you would be puppet trading me. I would be the one behind the puppet and you would be the puppet, right? So don't puppet trade. It's an extremely risky strategy. Um, and the opportunity in stocks to lose money is quick and painful. It is quick and it is very painful if you if you put a lot in. So, um, with that, I, I, I truly want to advise against just jumping into the stock market. We went over mutual funds. We went over um, we went over your 401k and IRA setting those up. Uh, but I do I strongly suggest that you that you stay out of buying individual stocks unless you're educated in the sense don't just buy individual stocks because someone told you that the market's going great and and you can make a lot of money okay so so stick to stick to to doing taking vehicles using vehicles for your money that that can help you uh grow your uh increase your wealth uh but but and the stock market is great. I, I, I play the stock market myself. So I'm not advising against the stock market, but I do tell you to educate yourself on the stock market before you just jump in. Okay. That's the only thing I'm saying. So, uh, with that, uh, nobody in the chat popped in, had any questions for me here at the end. So, uh, I appreciate everyone that, that decided to watch. Um, I know the stock part, uh, I was a little, A little all over the place with my, with my words. And I I do, I I apologize for, for being all over the place with that. I I do want you to know that I just don't want you to get involved in something that you're not educated around. So if you're not educated with the stock market, please don't jump into the stock market. I don't want, I don't want you to lose money and come back here and say, well, you told me that if I looked at a high PE ratio, that meant that they had a high growth earnings uh, chance. And, and then I lost $5,000. That's not what I want. So I, I truly want to advise that utilize those mutual funds, utilize those, uh, that 401k and that IRA to get involved in, in wealth building, and then take that and invest in education for yourself. If you want to get involved in stocks, and I'm not saying read books, I'm not saying read more stock books. I'm not saying read listen to more podcasts. I'm not saying listen to watch all the YouTube videos. YouTube videos are great. There's a lot of great free content out there. Uh but you may end up having to buy some um uh, an actual class where someone can help you learn the process. So um don't don't get involved with with wasting money. Uh but, but please don't don't throw money away to just just trying to um just trying to see you know what, what's what's out there so uh, with that I, I appreciate everybody coming and watching the uh stream today. Uh next week it'll be back on Sunday. Uh I've got to I've got to come up if 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 y'all have any ideas let me know but I've got to come up with a way to do this um this reserve thing and be able to stream and I'm trying to get it all on the same day. I just don't know um, what they, what they really are. So, um, I'm going to continue to work on that. I don't know if it's just to do a Monday, you know, maybe later afternoon stream or, uh, if it's, that might be my best bet. Uh, or I like the Sunday thing. I really like doing it on Sunday, but maybe I have to do like a Monday at 3 PM. That'd be eight central, uh, or no, three would be seven central, eight eastern. Maybe that's maybe that's my route. I'm not sure. So I'll work on that. I'll figure out the best time to do it. But once again, I appreciate everybody watching the stream today. Um, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Peace.